everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. How you doing? Also on my lap right now is Garrus, my kitty cat. He's uh, here for the, the podcast. Give me some moral support. Of course, named after the famous horror director, Mick Garris. No, <laughs> spelled differently and everything. No, no, Absolutely no, mad, mad. I think that's... Ma- uh... No, no, no. Mass Effect character, <laughs> thank you very much. How dare you? So, maybe, maybe. Yes, this is a horror movie podcast. Every week we get together, we talk about horror films. This episode, we are talking about Girl on the Third Floor, which stars CM Punk, famous wrestler, uh, in a starring role and yeah so we'll start spoiler free as we always do we'll give you a warning before we get to spoilers of course uh we'll give you the premise of the film the premise of the film is simply that cm punk and his new wife or not a new, not a new wife but they're him and his wife they've bought a new house mm-hmm. uh we find out throughout the course of the film why they need a sort of fresh start but they've bought this new house and he shows up early on his own to renovate it and sort of fix it up and do all these various other things around the house mm-hmm. He encounters supernatural things going on, a mysterious girl, uh, the titular girl, uh, who's actually a woman for the record, it's not like a young sure. person. Uh, she like starts to talk to him and kind of tries to seduce him and that kind of thing. Uh, the movie <laughs> the movie is a lot more sexual than I think I was yeah. predicting. <laughs> I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. let's just say the house itself you know how some horror movies like the, the house will be like oh it's on an ancient you know burial ground or mm-hmm. it's built you know out of a prison or something that's so all the ghosts of the prison are there the house in this movie used to be a whorehouse so mm-hmm. keep that in mind when we talk about what sort of supernatural ongoings happens happens to happen in this motion picture mm-hmm. yeah so what with, <laughs> with that said with that said mm-hmm. tim how do yeah. you feel about girl on the third floor <clears throat> um you know I, I i wanted to like it more than i ultimately did um i think you know it's an interesting premise uh and i think there's actually some like really cool special effects in it um ultimately i just don't think the story <laughs> ends up coming together <laughs> Um, <laughs> my cat's trying to like lay on the computer. Um, uh, yeah. And I, uh, so I mean, I don't know much about wrestling. Uh, I liked it as a kid, but I haven't watched it in a long, long time. So I, I don't know anything about CM Punk. I, you know, thought I've heard, you know, uh, like people I know like him. So I don't know. I'm sure he's like a cool guy or something. Uh, but I'm sorry. I think he's just horribly miscast uh, for this role. Um, I, I don't think he's like the best actor. Uh, you know, like I don't want to get to like, you know, like, oh, he sucks or anything. But like uh, even like that aside, like his character is supposed to be, I don't know, like some type of like like a banker or like an accountant or something. And it's just I'm, I'm sorry. It's just like a little unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know if that's like mean, but I, I just it seemed kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, with, with all that stuff aside though, like I, um, uh, like, I don't want to go like super negative or anything. Cause, uh, I, I will give it a positive and say, I was like interested throughout the whole movie. Like I never got bored and wanted it to end. Like, I think there's definitely a lot of problems, but I did want to like keep watching. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to find out what happened and everything. So I'll give it a little bit of credit for that, but yeah, ultimately it was a, 
Yeah, not, not the best, for sure. I feel like you're a bit more positive than you should be on this. <laughs> I, this movie is... I'll give it this. I was laughing a lot. Uh, the the supernatural stuff that kind of comes up, all, all the little events, that the, the paranormal activities, if you will, that, that, that pop up, are relatively entertaining. Not necessarily always because they're good, admittedly, but because they're silly enough that they elicit a response out of me. Yeah, I don't know if I would full on say this is like a horror comedy, but it seems like it gets close at times. Like it, it definitely, I, I don't know if it's intentional, but it seemed like, you know, they were playing up the comedy uh, yeah, now and again. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. Mm. I, I think CM Punk is horrible in this movie. Like the, mm. I, I every time he was in a conversation with someone, I just had a, had a hard time believing anything he was saying. And, and he's mm. not the only bad actor in the movie either. Uh, it's not that everyone in the movie is terrible, but there's definitely some side characters who were really bad. There's at one point mm. there's like a lawyer who comes to see him, and I thought every line that came out of the lawyer's mouth was really bad. There's like mm. the old woman neighbor who I didn't think was very good either. Mm. There's a lot of kind of you know like the mum from Tommy Wiseau kind of style of line delivery. <laughs> uh, you know right. the, the mum from Tommy Wiseau, the mum from the room. You know what I mean? The the yeah, the, yeah. the mum, at least his mum. There's a lot of that type of delivery for me in this. It just feels kind of stilted. Like, so it's just like, yeah, like the way people don't talk in real life. It's like, you know, if we start a sentence like, uh, well, Pete, as the co-host of, uh, you know, Screams After Midnight, which is a podcast that we do, you understand that. <laughs> <when> the... <laughs> yeah, it's never that overt, but like the movie constantly felt like the acting was just an afterthought. Sure. or people were trying really hard and you were like oh bless them for trying but this is terrible <laughs> and, it might, and I'm not necessarily blaming it all on the actors the, the, the director might be at fault Matt, when I mentioned to Matt because Matt's a big fan of CM Punk he's like oh he's terrible in this movie he's like oh it was intentional because the director wanted like a like a Bruce Campbell and Evil Dead sort of approach and I'm like but his character doesn't fit that at all his character's thoroughly unlikable like from the get go there's nothing he's yeah it, there is like a weird evil dead vibe to it but not in a like good way like it seems like they were intentionally ripping stuff off like to the point where you know i think towards the end of the movie it just looks like he's dressed like ash like he's wearing like a long like you know like denim shirt and like brown pants it's like it, it looks like they're really trying hard to go for that but um i i, I don't know have you I, I mean you know more about wrestling than i do i mean have you seen cm punk and other stuff is he at least good and other things or i know he was in the uh the the rabid remake but i didn't see that yet oh, okay. we never get around to doing that in the show i know he's gonna be in this director's next movie so the director like working with him okay. so that's that's a fact yeah but yeah he, he felt just everything every line felt really forced to me like he was it felt like someone tried trying to prove they were an actor <laughs> but it definitely it feels like someone acting versus like a an actual like living character yes like you can tell he's like reading lines and mm. i don't know <laughs> I, I, don't, I hate to say it because he seems like a, a cool dude <laughs> but like because like, yeah like you said like i know matt really likes him and i feel like i've heard you know people on podcasts like sing his praises or anything so i don't want to be like screw this guy he sucks but yeah i just i'm, I'm sorry this was not good in this movie i thought <laughs> Yeah, so that, that kind of sucked. Uh, what I will say is that a lot of the practical effects for the, the, the various like supernatural things that happen, the, the gross-out stuff, the effects on that stuff did typically look pretty good. The violence yeah. tended to look pretty good. Uh, there's a couple of cool moments with that stuff. 
honestly though like for me this this kind of came like it wasn't completely unsalvageable because i was laughing a lot so at the very <laughs> at the very least the ridiculous nature of the <laughs> of the the hijinks we'll call them sure. it, at least gave me something to laugh about ah oh, cat you just clawed me as you jumped off uh but like overall though i can't really it kind of it, it, feel, it feels like it belongs like on the shelf next to that movie we did a couple of years ago called the black room which was the sex demon and then maybe sure. next to that that zombie movie in the strip club called peelers like i feel like this is like a set of movies that are all of a sort of typical quality all with a kind of a raunchier side to them that all just kind of feel like they belong together and wow yeah, that's what it is and it's, i mean I, I can see him i guess because of the content being grouped with those but i think uh, and again, I'm not saying this is like a great movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it was at least a lot better than those movies. I, I thought those were pretty bad. Okay, okay. <laughs> I I just I was feeling. Do you know what I thought was weird is that everything about the, the hauntings is all like disgustingly sexual, but when yeah. the actual sex happens, they like they go out of their way to like avoid showing boobs like in a scene, yeah. and it really stuck out to me. I'm like, it's not that I want to see the boobs. I'm just sitting there thinking like. You have been like overtly disgusting with like fluids and so much stuff up until this point, and yet you're yeah. just not you're refusing to show some nipples. Uh, maybe it's because the actress didn't want to, which is fair enough. But it just it felt weird. It felt like a weird thing to be like this this head first into the sex stuff the whole movie. And then no 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 we can't show boobs in this. We, <laughs> we have to we have to avoid it since you know boobs yeah. are usually the first sort of barrier to like cross over when it comes to that kind of stuff. So. Sure. Yeah, boobs are the first barrier. That's right. <laughs> Let's put that, put that on a t-shirt, Tim. Boobs to the first barrier. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound problematic. <laughs> Wearing a shirt that says that. Hey, well, then you should thank me because you got you got plenty of, of boobs in one of the other movies we watched this weekend. That way. Oh yeah, it's a pivotal plot point in the in a. Let's say the, you know, the fourth movie oh, we watched, you could say. That was a play of boobs. It was one, one pair of boobs that whole movie. We talked about it. But it was a very important part. It was an important part. If anything, it was the most contrived reason ever for somebody to take their top off. <laughs> well, people will find out what we're talking about in like seven episodes. Or... No, nah, it may already be, be out before this. Okay. <laughs> Just because we're recording it in this order, Tim doesn't mean to go out in this order. I have no idea. <laughs> yes, yes. Just, 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 just roll with the punches, Tim. Roll with the punches. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not a good movie. I will say there's enough funny things that happen that kind of made it relatively entertaining to watch with people. Because yeah. I, I watched this on stream with with an audience, <laughs> and that made it definitely a bit more entertaining, having everyone react to all the weird stuff. But. I think if I was watching this on my own, I'd probably have been pretty bored for a lot of it. Okay. <laughs> All right. No hot takes for Terry. Uh, so, well... I, I, I didn't watch this by myself, so I don't... I can't confirm that. Okay. Did the wife enjoy it? Uh, yeah, she liked it. Oh. I bet she did. So... That... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we'll go into spoilers uh, yeah. from from here out. Uh, just 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 be warned. A lot of disgusting stuff in the movie. That's all I'm going to mm-hmm. say. A lot of disgusting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, so full spoilers out for the movie. I'll take this time to thank our Patreon producers uh, for the month. At the time of recording, these always change month to month. But uh, thank you to David Short, Alison M. Forday, Cindy Palacios, Tyler Hess, uh, and talking to talking talking Superman. Uh, thank Jeez. you to you guys for being uh, Patreon producers. That means they're producers at twenty dollars and up tier but you can support us for as little as one dollar per month over at patreon.com slash TV. Uh, for that one dollar you get a bonus exclusive episode once per month there's a whole back catalogue now of about 15 episodes so you get access to all those for your one dollar the five dollar tier you get access to a vote once per month as well as all of the movie review episodes of streams one day early so go and have a look and see if you're interested and help keep all the content coming but let's move on to spoilers for girl on the third <laughs> floor so a while ago, speaking of bonus movies, actually, last year, one of the bonus movies we did for Patreon was a movie called Incubus, and one of my favourite lines out of that movie yeah. was the Doctor, after analysing, uh, you know, a victim of the sex demon, or the sex monster, mm-hmm. was, he came out and said, after studying the victim, he went, just an incredible amount of sperm. I, <laughs> I forget about that. I, I was thinking about that line a lot in this movie because there was so much. There's it just cuts to shots of like wall sockets and there's like jizz coming out of the wall mm-hmm. sockets, and of course the highlight of all this, the favorite, is the shower mm-hmm. scene. I think right where sure. CM Punk goes to have a shower and it looks like it's kind of blocked and I'm like, don't turn it on. Don't, it looks like this is going to spray him with jizz. And what would you believe it? He gets sprayed with yeah. jizz and what I thought was weird is that he never questions the fact that all this jizz is like you know kind of fresh <laughs> it's, it's all it's all gooey and stuff I'm like jizz kind of goes crusty and hard relatively quickly like why, why is this all why is all this jizz fresh I mean <laughs> he's probably not thinking it's jizz though he probably thinks like oh it's some weird like sewage <laughs> or something like and I, I think uh, you know you got something weird <laughs> coming out of your house that's not your first uh thought but i mean maybe i'm wrong i don't know oh the first thing he finds in the house is like a, a puddle of jizz with a condom in the middle of it like i mean the hints That's are true. there the hints are there tim <laughs> but the I, I one of the like the strange things is uh people seem like way too willing to just kind of like dive into all the gross stuff in the house like there's so much stuff like people are like touching and peeling and putting mm-hmm. their hands and things where like they're there's so much of this house i would be like oh man i would need like a hazmat suit to even like approach some of the stuff they just like are touching with their hands it's pretty gross yeah really disgusting stuff uh the main the main plot of course is that he has his wife who is pregnant is still back at the old place and he escapes with her a couple of times and sort of they're all lovey-dovey and he's like yeah i'm fixing up this room today i'm starting on the kitchen tomorrow whatever and ultimately, this this mysterious young woman kind of appears, you know, in the backyard and says hello to him, and is kind of flirting with him a little bit. He kind of smells at her, doesn't think too much of it. But the next time she shows up, she kind of like properly advances onto him, and uh, he invites her in, and they end up having sex. And you know, she because he's earned it, <laughs> he deserves it. <laughs> That's right, yes. He says he's earned it, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this is the thing, like, there's, like, no reason to root for this guy. Like, like no. <laughs> at, at this point in the movie, like, he's been kind of unlikable up until this point anyway. Mm-hmm. But the way he... Because it's not even like he looks like he's, you know, struggling with the, the, the temptation or anything like that. He's just mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, I've earned this. Yeah, this is a good idea. 
and you know well because there's a moment before this where he's on skype with his wife and the way he sort of cracks it he says like oh you know putting that camera down at your boobs or whatever and she kind of like sort of looks down and just says that's all you get until you've done the kitchen uh so it, it kind of gives you this idea that he's kind of like frustrated or whatever uh, there's also kind of moments throughout the film where they reference that maybe he's got a drinking problem because like she says oh he looks like he's been drinking again and sees the sees the beer lying around and stuff but yeah it was actually for about two thirds of this movie I was wondering if you were going to see the wife in the flesh because every time we saw her it was over Skype sure. was, yeah. so it was actually almost a shock when she comes in at the end I mean but like by the end she like kind of becomes like the main character well, that's like, the, it's like her. Yeah, I, I say the end it's actually about two thirds through they, they, they kind of pull this thing where where CM Punk seemingly gets killed by the, the, the girl demon thing and she comes in and now she's the main character kind of looking around and finding stuff so it's yes yeah, yeah, that's kind of interesting it's, a weird, it's kind of a psycho style of thing right that's where true, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was more halfway through but the idea of the main character gets mm. gets whacked and then you have this new character come in and kind of investigate after the fact it can work Which, yeah, it, it's kind of weird that he's yeah he is like very unlikable because yeah he has all that stuff he's like you know pretty quick to cheat and then like kind of keep bringing up the fact that he kind of has a shady business past which i think later you find out that he like <clears throat> what like stole people's retirements or something like that um yeah like, to something along those lines and he has a friend who comes by eventually to help him like sort of do repairs and stuff mm-hmm. and like it kind, of, it kind of accentuates like how much of a half-assed sort of guy he is because he comes in and says well, where's your tools and he's got like this one little like bag with a hammer and like a screwdriver and he's like we're going to renovate a house with just that uh yeah. so it kind of shows his attitude towards things but you know his friend kind of catches him like you know threatening the the, the girl because the girl is kind of showing up and he's like no you can't come around here anymore this is like my house where my wife and child are going to be uh yeah. we had a one night thing that's all it is and he kind of like threatens her and tells her to go away and the friend's kind of like hey you were just threatening some some woman like this is weird i'm friends with your wife like how am i supposed to yeah. Like just ignore this. So he's he's kind of, he's kind of thoroughly unlikable. Which I, I guess I mean I, I don't know if that's kind of the point though. If it's like, well, we're gonna kill him, you know, uh, two thirds of the way through. So maybe you don't want to like him too much. I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting tactic. I, I don't know if it ever gets to the point though where you're excited about him dying though. Like it's sure. kind of it's kind of this weird murky middle ground. Uh, there's, there's a really funny bartender character actually who he goes because he goes oh, out yeah, for yeah. a drink <laughs> at one point and the bartender like it sounds like he's going to be homophobic because he he, he starts to ask him if he was gay and he's like no I'm married and he kind of like goes on to say oh no, no, I mean, I'm not judging you know I'm, I'm, I'm woke but I think, I think he actually yeah. says that at one point yeah <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah weird character in that uh, that guy but I mean, whatever some cookie surroundings yeah. no harm it- it feels like a little strange though because so much of the movie is focused on the house it seems like a little weird anytime they're outside of it yeah it only happens a few times but it is kind of weird when it does happen yeah uh so some of the actual deaths and stuff though are pretty good uh where the you know the uh, i did get confused at one point though because the 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 girl there's like another like ghost girl going around that's got a really sort of mangled face and i wasn't sure if it was meant to be the same person as the other girl because it feels like they're in a scene at the same time at one point yeah um <clears throat> that's a little strange <laughs> but uh, you know what that's what, what it is but yeah some I of the some of this the are pretty good confuse me is like why did he eat the marble i, don't, I still don't get that oh yeah explain the marble describe the marbles there, there's like a like throughout the movie you kind of see like marbles uh 
you know, kind of just like, uh, what do you call it? Like just rolling out from like under doors or different parts of the house. And, um, you know, ultimately you find out that they're, I guess, coming from, you know, this, this girl with like the mangled face, I guess, uh, you know, she's supposed to be younger. So it seems like, you know, she's a kid and, you know, she must've played with marbles or whatever, but, um, I don't know exactly like the significance of them. Cause, uh, at one point, you know, CM Punk finds one and he picks it up and he eats it. Like, why? <laughs> I think he's under the spell of the house at this point. I don't... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not super clear why he does that. It's just, it's it's such like a very strange scene. Just like the way it... Because he's looking at the marble and it gets like very, very... Like the music starts getting very intense and then he just pops in in his mouth and it's just like, you know, the music stops. It's like, oh, like, huh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the music. Yeah, the music really ramps up at some points in this movie. Actually, yeah. uh, it stuck out to me as being kind of in in my face a little bit at times. But uh, it, it does end up becoming kind of a cool scene later on, though, when the marble appears to be you know going throughout his body, and he has like a box cutter trying to get it out. Which so that is cool. But... Yeah, that's one of the more horror orientated scenes. There's definitely stuff because when the when the friend dies as well in the basement. Uh, and he gets kind of like dragged down the stairs and, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we even get like a face being ripped off at one point. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of... I thought that was cool, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good visual effect. Uh, I'll, I'll give them that. Or I say visual effect, practical effect. Uh, maybe more more to the mm-hmm. point, which is which is good. Um, I will say the wife is a better actress, uh, or yeah. better actor than CM Punk is. So when she showed up, it was like, okay, she's a little bit better at the very yeah. least. But, yeah, I, I actually like rooting for her. Like, I wanted to you'll see her survive <laughs> yeah well she has pregnant it's a really quick way to get some get some sympathy <laughs> so she's running around pregnant uh with with this ghost kind of after her uh they do this thing at the end though where like they, they do that that final moment where they just wanted to have this one weird scare because it makes no sense why she would still move into this house even though she wins and kind of like survives i thought that was strange yeah, yeah she, she, <laughs> she, she still moves into the house with her baby and is also they can have this final moment where the you know baby's in the crib and the camera goes up to this like you know grate in the uh, the vent in the, in the ceiling and you see cm punk sort of look through it and say like uh hello baby girl or something like that like he has yeah. like a, a a creepy dad line and it's like okay so creepy cm punk ghost is now in the house uh, watching over Did, his family and does he drop like a marble down from the grate or something oh i don't remember if he drops a marble from the grate I, uh, maybe i could be wrong or uh confusing it with another scene there's a lot uh, a lot of marble stuff going on in the movie though a lot, yeah. a lot of marbles <laughs> So uh, let's try to unpack the story because I, I think I might be like a little confused about it. So you have uh, this brothel, uh, you know, back in the – I don't know if they gave a specific time frame, but I was assuming like 40s, 50s-ish probably time. Yeah, I was thinking Prohibition uh, era maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, make, that makes sense. And then um, so the – I, I, I was trying to think of how many floors there are because uh, well actually this, the- this is one of my thoughts as i was watching the movie for a movie called the girl on the third floor i felt like we never saw her on the third floor <laughs> no, th- yeah that and, and so essentially the the third floor i guess is the because they find out in the bedroom there's like a like a, a big hole above the beds where there's like another floor where people can kind of watch and look down yeah. at the beds and then that, that ends up being because you know that's where people would have sex or do whatever they're doing and you'd have a group of people watching yeah, from it, was, top. it was a show and she, she describes the the horrible like first time she had to do this with everyone watching yeah and all that so 
so the girl who we think is the girl on the third floor is uh like the main ghost which i, I think is sarah um mm. but yeah like you said essentially she would never be on the third floor she would be on the i guess the second floor which is where people would be watching her but then the you know the ghost with like the kind of like you know mangled cut up face was she on the third floor it's- i guess she was i was kind of confused if she was the same person though if if, if you know sarah and the, the mangled girl was the same person so, so that's what I'm trying to un- unpack because I, I think because they mentioned something about how there was a girl that was missing. And I think they said, like, you know, the cops didn't want to do anything because, you know, it was a girl from a brothel. And then I yeah, I wasn't sure. So I'm assuming that's the girl. But then, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if it's the same girl as Sarah or if it was like a girl she was looking out for or even if it was like her daughter or something. Uh, I, I think that's where I was a little it was murky. Yeah. Well, one of the things we didn't mention actually is that before she kills or makes Don kill himself uh, by uh, oh, by the marbles get into his skin and he cuts, the, he tries to cut them out, and that he ends up yeah. killing himself uh, by accident. Before that, he actually okay. kills her when he thinks she's still just a person and she won't go away and leave him alone. He he That's murders true, yeah. her. Uh, so he's yeah. actually like a murderer. He's trying to cover up his his adultery by murdering yeah. the woman. Now, admittedly, she yeah. is kind of trespassing a lot and like harassing him, but. Still, not justifying some murder. So he murders it. He actually puts her in the wall. He tries to like, you know, plaster her into the wall so that she'll she'll be, you know, hidden forever. Uh, yeah. But obviously, it doesn't take <laughs> because she's not really alive anyway. Do you think all this? Let's say like everything in the movie, like you know, him having the sex and murdering and everything, is are we supposed to believe that this is just him? Because uh, he again, he certainly is an asshole. So I don't know if this is kind of stuff that you would put past him or does the house have kind of an influence on him because uh, I, I figured doesn't the neighbor lady doesn't she say something like about how the house will test you like if you go in there with uh, certain uh attributes or something it might enhance it or whatnot i forget <laughs> yeah she said that it would test you and if you're not a peace of mind or you're not a good person it would you know it would rate you or something like that which i guess because it says that it punishes men it punishes bad men so theoretically yeah. if he was a, a, a fine person he would be okay why why it puts liz i guess liz still gets tested uh when she goes in i mean what it seemed like at, at that point is like, I, I feel like maybe the ghost was jealous of her because, you know, she's like this, you know, nice girl that, like, you know, is going to have a baby and, you know, no one's going to question it, you know, versus where because she had to, you know, either grow up or live or be around, you know, this kind of place. That a lot of people judged her and didn't look at her as, you know, being like, you know, like an actual person. Uh, that was kind of the gist I got of it. Um, but I, I, I'm not sure if that's accurate. Mm. Yeah. Um, cause like the, the way she kind of like looks at her and asks her about the baby, like, you know, when's the baby due and stuff. And, you know, she seems like very like jealous of her, but yeah. And ghost Dawn does kind of try and help here at this point. We, yeah. got, we got ghost Dawn shows up, <laughs> which it's fine, you know, whatever, but she, mm. Sarah's yeah, Sarah's past is kind of murky. Sarah gets gets murdered, and mm-hmm. no one seemed to care. That was kind of a big thing: is that none, none of the men who came to visit her ever or were obsessed with her ever seemed to care or try and figure out what happened to her. They just kind of accepted she was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you know that's kind of the, the you know that's the, the driving yeah. motivation uh, for her. 
but it, it's funny because I feel like this backstory is really like specific and really dark, and then the movie is sure. kind of a series of gags of like jizz, like you know, hitting people right. in the face and <laughs> people putting their hand in like wall anuses and and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, I I feel like I I think there are some interesting ideas here. Like I I think um maybe it would have been better if like they did have like the whole family like moving in at the same time and then you can mm-hmm. kind of see you know the parallels between you know him spiraling and her you know like not kind of <clears throat> you know seeing the same things and um i don't know I, I feel like something like that might be a little more interesting uh because the you know the idea of uh this kind of place and like oh like it hates men and here's a guy who's you know, not been the best, but he's trying to change and turn his life around. I, I mean, it, it it sounds very shining esque, but um, you know, that definitely could be a, a lot more interesting or compelling. Yeah, then what bugged me is that the neighbor seems to know far too much about the rules of this curse because she's she finally tells her this is how you end the curse. You have to choose to go in willingly, and you have to end the curse. And she she ends yeah. up doing so by like finding the real dead body of sarah and they, they give it like a burial and i'm like why did you know all this like where did you get this information why do you know all these rules yeah no it, it uh it's pretty messed up too because it's like well all right like people got to be tested or whatever but i don't <laughs> i feel like his death is kind of on her like you know she could have been a lot more clear of like hey you should leave and or else you know you, you could potentially die here yeah, uh, I'm not really sympathetic towards them, but there is maybe an argument to sure. say that maybe, <laughs> maybe if someone like d- didn't put him in a position where he was like some some ghost was trying to tempt him, <laughs> might maybe of <have>, yeah, <laughs> you know, because uh, I mean the, the absolute worst in him comes out for sure. Like he he is yeah. he is despicable throughout the entire thing, uh, and maybe that's the point or, is that he was always that anyway. But yeah, <laughs> or at least maybe try to give a better warning to uh his friend like he doesn't deserve it like if if don's gonna die fine but yeah his friend doesn't need to do that to die either yeah absolutely yeah absolutely he seems quite nice he, he yeah. seems quite friendly he seems like he's he's not deserving of death but he does get killed just because he's yeah. there just because he's associated uh with him it's because it's, it's after he kind of he doesn't agree to hide it from sarah or to from liz sorry he just kind of yeah. like doesn't definitively like fight don on it and I think maybe yeah. that's what seals his fate because he doesn't sure. tr- try and you know stop him or whatever. But I, 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 yeah, it's kind of murky. Honestly, like the plot's actually surprisingly convoluted for the backstory. Uh, yeah. In a way, that it, it, it may just be because of how it's told rather than because it's actually that complicated. But sure. because of that, it's kind of it feels overbearing, which is weird because honestly, like we're having trouble remembering all of it because it wasn't really that memory. You know, it, it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't really yeah. strike a chord with us. What struck a chord with us was the goofy stuff of marbles being eaten and jizz <laughs> pools and jizz showers and like uh, other bodily fluids like coming out of wall sockets and just all these more goofy elements. And then maybe you may also have gotten a bit of a nasty shot from the dog uh, death. And yeah, the, I was not happy about that. <laughs> and, the, and the tumble dryer. Uh, so like... The movie, like everything that's memorable about the movie, has nothing to do with what the plot is. To the point where, you know, I watched it two days ago, and I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, I'm struggling to remember like what the motivations. But I had to really mm. think about it. I had to think about what the what the brothel was. I had to think about what the yeah. motivations for Sarah was, and 
it, it wasn't something that stuck. It's not like other movies where the, the twist or the reveal or, or you know, maybe the most memorable thing about it where you're like, oh, remember that moment in X movie where we found out why this was all really happening? In this movie, yeah. it's just like, uh, yeah, okay, generic backstory, this dark. and It's, it's kind of funny. Is I actually watched this like pretty early uh like i watched it last tuesday and you know we're recording on sunday and normally i don't like to watch stuff that early but i had a lot of stuff this week that i thought i thought mm. like all right well i have some people coming over on wednesday and then uh you know thursday i'm gonna have to go to the movies and then uh saturday night we have a, a wedding reception um so this might be the only time i get to watch this and then of course everything gets canceled <laughs> of, uh the virus outbreak so i didn't you know watch it that early but uh no you're right like yeah like uh, there's stuff i'm trying to remember like wait did that happen or, or why was that or um but uh yeah i think it's a good point you bring up though because it yeah it is kind of <clears throat> um like at odds with itself where uh yeah there's some like goofy crazy silly stuff uh and you know um like it does feel like it's trying to go for an evil dead vibe which that potentially could have been fun um yeah if you just focus on more of the house jizz and, and <laughs> that kind of stuff um but then yeah once you get into th this like very convoluted dark backstory it kind of yeah loses the momentum and yeah it makes it seem like just a, a different movie that you're not as uh into yeah, I think partly because it doesn't really do much with it for the first like hour, and then all of a sudden it, it yeah. gives you this barrage of like stuff. It's, you know, just right before Dawn dies, is like that's when it really starts to pick up a lot of this mythology stuff and just starts going head yeah. first into it. And it feels like at that point it's just drifting away from like the movie that it kind of had been up until that point, which you know, I, I guess I get the idea of having the shift, but the problem is, is that like the first half any enjoyment i was getting was with how silly it was even even though it didn't feel like yeah. it was it didn't feel like the movie was like trying to actually achieve the right tone to match the silliness but i was at least getting entertainment value out of how silly it was and then yeah by the time i got to the part where it's okay we have to actually care about how serious the plot is now and care about what happened in this brothel and what happened and you know root for root for liz to sort of get away with this and get out, out alive and defeat sarah or defeat the curse or, or whatever once it gets to that point i'm like yeah, I, I still don't care about the plot of this movie <laughs> like, I, I just don't so uh yeah and for, unfortunately i i think it's a really i don't even know if i'd call it mediocre I, i'd say it's kind of f funny bad for like half the movie and then it's just bad after that uh well, well, with some good practical effects, that is the caveat that there is some good practical effects uh, yeah. in some of the kills. Um, I, I think I'm slightly more positive than you, but I wouldn't go like that far. Um, it, it is kind of a bummer because uh, this was was one I was looking forward to. I just um, I didn't know much about it or the people involved, but I just kind of thought the trailer looked good, and I heard some you know decent buzz about it. Um, ultimately, though, I just I don't think it's horrible, but it's definitely not good or great uh i think um there's at least enough like uh good special effects and um and like gore and, and kills and stuff that's kind of cool and um and, again like it's not like a super compliment or anything but uh i just feel like yeah, you know, nowadays uh, my attention is like all over the place, and there's so many bad movies that we watch that like if 
uh, if I'm not bored while watching it, I do consider that kind of an achievement. So uh, I, I will give it credit to that. Like I was never really bored <laughs> as I was watching it, at least. Well, that's fair. That's fair. What are you giving it then? Uh, I think I'm going to go right down the middle. I'm going to give it a five. Um, yeah, unfortunately, there's some bad acting and the story ends up starts off interesting, but ends up not being great. But uh, I, I think there is enough there to, you know, at, at least justify, you know, a little bit of like, you know, watching it like you know, I would, you know, especially it's on Netflix it's streaming right now. So it's easy to see. So, um, yeah, with the you know, effects and the kills and everything, it's uh, it was mildly entertaining for me. But, yeah, I can't really go too much higher than that and actually say that you know it was that good <laughs> mm. no that's that's fair I, I think uh i'm a bit more a bit more negative on it because i do think the acting is really bad uh from some of them uh, and i think what extends that is how bad the dialogue is the dialogue is particularly yeah. rough and it really accents everything that I've said about the acting. Uh, and well, I do think uh, there's actually one practical effect that I kind of want to criticize a little bit. It looks okay. good kind of on its own, but it doesn't make much sense. Is when Milo, <laughs> uh, Don's friend, right? When he gets killed, he's yeah. in the basement. He finds Sarah down there. She has him with a hammer, right? And I can't believe I haven't mentioned the hammer yet because I was kind of joking throughout the movie when I was watching it, like just how much this hammer kept coming back up. Right. Uh, <laughs> but she has some of this listless mallet and... It felt like she sort of just sort of swung at him like a normal sort of person, a normal person, but you know what I mean? Like just sort of swung at him kind of like across right. the way. But when you see the makeup job they've done on him, he's got like a hole as if she hit him like right in the eye, as if she, as if she like buried it right. into his eye. And I'm like that, I mean, it looks good, like the makeup job, but it doesn't really fit yeah. with what the action was before it. So that stuck out to that's me. That's a good point. Because <laughs> uh, uh, it was kind of funny watching him like crawl around with this big hole in his eye. Like mm -hmm. it was, cause it was quite big. It was like this big. Yeah. Uh, no, that, yeah, that did look cool, but yeah, I didn't even put that together. That yeah, it doesn't really make much sense. Yeah, uh, if I, that's the first time you find you find the, the mangled uh, ghost girl because yeah. uh, that's, that's the first time you see her is just before he dies. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there we go. Uh, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a four because I'll say this as much as I don't. I don't think it's a good movie, but all the weird jizz haunting stuff at least <laughs> is ridiculous enough to be funny. And there's a couple of good practical effects. So it's not a complete lost cause. And if you're watching it with people, you can have a chuckle about how silly some of it is. But yeah. I, I can't really recommend it that much beyond that. So uh, that's what it is. <laughs> so uh, that is girl on the third floor uh you can of course let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below you can like and subscribe all that stuff you can get us on the twitters at screams midnight of course and you can support the show by rating the podcast and apple podcast give us five stars and a review helps more people find us we mentioned earlier of course patreon.com slash tv if you want to support us financially so go have a look at that and see if you're interested uh otherwise check out the content that mailfuzz tv offers you we have uh, a science fiction movie podcast called the atomic cinema experiment that I do with Tara. Uh, kind of like this one. It's every week. Go check that out. Kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, so go and have a look at the various other things we do. And that is us. Why are you smirking at me? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Tim's smirking at you. He's throw, throwing me off my outro. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching movies, guys. And we will see you next time. <laughs>